quote, religious practices and narratives can create deep, positive changes for people who engage in them. Prayer is a lot like cognitive behavioral therapy, Lerman says. It's a way you attend to your own inner experience, let go of distracting thoughts, and focus on more positive thoughts. By expressing gratitude, you shift attention from the way that things are going wrong to the way that things are going right. End quote. That is from news.stanford.edu in an article about deep faith benefiting our health. Today we're exploring whether believing in the supernatural, yeah, just might make your brain happy. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. Hey, y'all, welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host, and today we're looking at two topics that I absolutely love, spirituality, mental health. Let's put them together. Have a good old sandwich. But before we get started, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you have a friend who loves mental health, loves spirituality, this is the episode for them. So do me a favor. Take a screenshot of this. Send it in a text message or a DM. Really think it's going to brighten their day. We cover some really interesting things about whether believing in the supernatural will benefit your mental health. Today we have on Greg Clunas, who is the host of Tiny Leap's Big Changes and is a great friend of mine. And I brought him on to have this discussion and asked, does he believe in the supernatural? No, no. My, my personal view is no. And I know that we're not just talking about uh, spirituality here. We're, we're talking about the whole spectrum of it. However, I fully, so I was raised Seventh-day Adventist. Religion was a massive part of my life up until I would say about like 14 is when I really started like questioning and wondering like if I believe this or not. The benefit that that gives me where I'm in a place now where I don't believe is that I recognize, fully recognize the value that whether it's spirituality or believe in the supernatural. I recognize the value of looking at the world and seeing something bigger than just what we see and, and just what we're able to, to reach out and touch and the connection that that gives people to a larger thing, something bigger than themselves and, and that leading to potentially increased happiness, potentially increased Allowing yourself to or not ignore, ignore is the wrong word, but allowing yourself to move past the negatives that might happen or the things that you can't control mm. because there's a plan for you because there's um, you, you wouldn't be I see these quotes all the time, like God doesn't give you any struggles that you can't handle, like those sorts of things that like make you feel better about what you're going through in life fully, fully understand the value. I don't personally believe. I will tell you, though, I 100% believe in aliens, and I don't think that that's oh my gosh. out there. Oh, my, oh, my gosh. Okay, so let me get this straight. I had another direction I was going to go, but so you're telling me you don't believe in an afterlife, but there are aliens. Yes. How? The total number of Earth-like planets in the observable universe is massive. So if we look at Earth as allowing life to exist because of the distance from the sun and, and all of these other factors, if there are other planets that are exactly like that, surely one of them at some point must have also. So developed. are these aliens or other humans? 
I mean, they are by definition aliens because they're not from Earth, but they can be humanoid. We also don't know that. Like we took a particular form based on the planet that we're on and and the things that we have to deal with. Beings on other planets can take a particular form based on the things that they have to deal with. Linked in the show notes is an article from the American Psychological Association written in 2010 called A Reason to Believe. It says, quote, adults also tend to search for meaning, particularly during times of uncertainty, research suggests. A 2008 study in science by Dr. Jennifer Whitson and Dr. Adam Glinsky found that people were more likely to see patterns in a random display of dots if researchers first primed them to feel that the participants had no control. This finding suggests that people are primed to see signs and patterns in the world around them, the researchers conclude. I wanted to touch base back when Greg said that he gave up religion. How come? I don't know. I don't know that I ever fully believed like when I was younger, but it mm. was everything that I knew. It was how I was raised. It, it was what we built our entire lives around. For those of you who aren't familiar, the Seventh-day Adventist church is Christian, but is very strict in a lot of ways. And and for example, our Sabbath is on the Saturday. And, and so Friday at sundown through Saturday at sundown, you don't engage in electronics, your your uh, TV's off, so on and so forth. And, and it's, it's celebrating the Sabbath. That's when it starts and, and ends. And, and so it was something that was all consuming for most of my mm. childhood. I was in um, kind of like, a, I don't, I'm assuming it's Seventh-day Adventist, but maybe it exists in other uh, sects of Christianity as well. But like our version of Boy Scouts called the Pathfinders. And I was, I think it's possible that I never fully bought in, but wasn't old enough to really recognize that until around like 14. And mm. once I started sort of questioning if this was right for me. It, it's not like I stumbled across anything and like saw the truth. I just kind of drifted away from it, I guess. I don't know much about the Seventh-day Adventist church, and I was wondering if they believe slash taught about the supernatural. So I don't think they do. They do believe in like angels and, and that sort of things. And Jamaicans as a whole believe in ghosts. But the whole alien question. So seven, the Seventh-day Adventist church started uh, was started by, I think it was... At least one of the two people that, that started the Seventh-day Adventist Church were part of a doomsday cult prior. Believe a part of that doomsday cult was the whole like alien spaceship thing. So I'm not really sure where the, the church lands on it. Now, have you ever seen anything that you could not explain? Maybe an angel, a ghost? I know I have. I was wondering if Greg ever seen anything that was unexplainable. Listen, when I was younger, uh, so we had this supposedly haunted there's this massive complex it's like where back in the 50s when they used to treat people with mental illness Ugh. very very poorly yeah i was like one of those places i, I can't remember the names for them An uh, asylum like yeah where they did like lobotomies like all of yeah, this stuff right yeah. supposedly haunted massive place like burned down and 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 so on and so forth and it's a few miles from where i grew up uh so in high school we regularly used to like sneak onto the, the grounds <gasps> and like break into the buildings. I like, know you saw something. Specifically at like witching hour, <gasps> 33 a.m. Did you see so, a witch? Nope. Never saw anything. <gasps> so we specifically went one night like, okay, we're going to prove or disprove this. Broke into the main, not even break, all the glasses were broken. So like we just Don't lie to me. You broke into the into, asylum. Uh, walked into the main building, went to the spot that was supposedly haunted. 
tur- it was 3.33 a.m. We waited until then, turned off all of our flashlights. It was like six of us. And we're just like standing in the middle of this, like what seemed like a ballroom kind of place, just waiting to like hear something or see something like absolutely nothing. Back to the APA article, A Reason to Believe. It says, quote, people have a bias for believing in the supernatural, says Barrett. In his work, he finds that children as young as the age of three naturally attribute supernatural abilities and immorality to, quote, God, even if they've never been taught about God. And they tell elaborate stories about their personal lives before they were born. What Barrett calls, quote, pre-life. Explain this. When I was a little kid. How young? Seven, eight. I was sitting coloring and my mom was in the kitchen and I looked over swear to God. And there was a woman standing in our living room and she had a dark blue dress on and she had dark brown hair and she looked at me and she seemed very, very sad. And she shook her head at me and she walked away. And I said to my mom, who's the woman in the living room? And she said, what woman? Anyway, time goes by, whatever, whatever. And I'm going through old pictures of my family and found a picture of my grandmother who I never met ever, never seen a picture of. And my mom said that I said, oh, that's the woman from the living room. She died when my dad was a baby. I think that was literally my grandmother coming to visit us. What's your explanation? So, okay, two things. One, if that was your grandmother, was she disappointed in you? Like, I have asked myself that. That's a very taunting thing for me because I've always wondered what she was like. Right. Um, I know she was in a a domestic violence situation. Mm. And was heavily abused. And so I don't really know much about her other than that. And that I've never met her. But it's always made me sad that if that was her, that the only time I ever remember seeing her, she looked like she was disappointed. And I wasn't doing anything. I was seven or eight. I didn't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) So the only argument I can make is that you were also seven. And seven-year-olds. I think think kids are more awake to things than we are. Maybe. That's very possible. I will say that I have never personally seen any kind of thing that made me like think like oh there's something here i have seen aliens stop it i have stop it listen i was at you stop it just so my grandmother was story. in the living room but you've seen an alien okay <laughs> come I've seen on an alien ship i've seen an alien ship. oh even better no so okay i oh when i was God. still in jamaica when i was still in jamaica so i moved to the u.s when i was seven so okay. this must have been like somewhere. I'm telling you, man, seven years old. Yeah. Somewhere between five and six. Um, I remember the exact house. I was similar to you. I was outside on the balcony, like playing. I think I might have been like coloring or toys or something. I like look up and you know how like you might see like a comet or like a, a shooting star or something like that. And like shooting stars, they have like a white trail and like a comet like might be white, might be like yellowish or reddish. I look up and there's this like green thing like coming like down oh my god it's literally like covered the trail is like all around it and like like pulling behind it and like it's just like coming down and were you scared no i was like holy shit aliens i mean you knew it was an alien how did you know because i mean i'd seen cartoons okay that and it was my idea of what an alien was it was your intuition deep down you knew it was a knowing right maybe i think it was probably more so the cartoons but there there definitely was like, oh, that's what an alien is. If I'm being perfectly honest, I think if we're ever contacted, probably it's not going to be little green men. But well, I mean, I'll, I will say this. If any species ever 
able to contact us, it means they're significantly more advanced than us, so we should probably be terrified. Again, back to the APA article, quote, a large body of research and clinical reports that religious people are less prone to depression and anxiety, says Plante, an editor of the book Contemplative Practices in Action, Spirituality, Meditation, and Health. Adaptive spiritual practices can be a foil to anxiety and depression, Plante says. Having spiritual beliefs might also lead to enjoying a longer, healthier life. A large body of research finds that religious people live longer, are less prone to depression, and are less likely to abuse alcohol and drugs. And get this, even go to the dentist more often. Okay, so actually this is the one thing that I've struggled with since my father passed away, is that it's much easier to feel okay. And especially when it first happened, um, for those of you listening, this was about what, three years now, four years. Yeah. Four years is October. Four years um, is October. So the first year, the number one thing I wished desperately was that I had religion because wow. it's a lot easier to, to feel okay with it. If you can tell you, convince yourself that like, he's in a better place. Like, he, he's up in heaven, yada, 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 which by every definition of what is required to get into heaven, this man would have been in heaven. So that's something that if there's anything that makes me sad about not being able to get there is when you start losing people in your life, it's a lot more painful to just picture, well, they're just in the ground now. And and that's something I still struggle with whenever I get to a place where it, it gets tough, which four years on, it it still does. Like there there are plenty of times sure. where I feel like I I don't know what I'm doing. I, I really wish that I could like call him or or thankfully I have old voicemails from him. So I have I've been able to like hear his voice. But there are plenty of times where I immediately like feel like, oh, I miss him. When I get to that place, it's hard to think that he's not somewhere else. I actually met a um a woman at a networking event like two ish years ago. Uh, she was she she claimed to be a psychic, and uh, she was at this event. And, like she had a great energy about her. Like we were we were just sort of like chatting about what we do and so on and so forth. And she like looked at me and was like, "Later in your life, you're gonna." like get back to this place and so maybe <gasps> I'm, I'm not gonna say i no, have chills maybe. you never yeah. told me this before i mean i kind of forgot it it wasn't that big how of do a you deal. forget this i'm gonna remember this for the rest of our lives <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember the woman who told you that's incredible. yeah and i can like picture her exactly too. i'm sure you can because it was a truth and revelation in your bones my friend make sure you connect with greg over at tlbc.co that is linked in the show notes you can grab his book and listen to his podcast tiny leaps big changes listen y'all whether it is cyclical living getting a minion to help you relax or believing in the supernatural we hope you take a moment for yourself today my friend and keep that brain of yours happy thank you for listening to another episode of happy brain if you enjoyed this make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts and if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy. Happy.